The church is God's institution for the manifestations of His purposes on earth. Power Jesus has given you is not for your room. It is to tread on serpent and scorpion. You are the man who has obtained mercy. When he puts something in past tense, it means that it is not being renewed every day. It is not renewed towards you every day. It is already there towards you. You already have it. It already belongs to you. You are praying, and you remember. And in all matters of wisdom of which they inquired of Daniel, he was found to be ten times better than all his peers. I'm ten times better than all my peers. I can determine where my life will go to through prophecies. I can determine what God is going to do with my life through prophecies. If you prophesy more, you will fear less. The words of our mouth takes us captive. That means when I speak success, success captivates me. When I speak boldness, boldness captivates me. When I speak prosperity, prosperity captivates me. When I speak success in the ministry, success in the ministry captivates me. And what I'm saying is I trap my destiny with the word. I trap my destiny with prophecy. Engaging the spirit of faith. for giant accomplishments God wants giant accomplishments to become a supernatural faculty to his people 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 6 to 18 for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness had shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the knowledge may be of God and not of us we are troubled on every side yet not distressed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken cast down but not destroyed always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body for we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh so then death worketh in us but life in you we have in the same spirit of faith according as it is written I believed and therefore have I spoken we also believe and therefore speak Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. God wants giant accomplishments to become not a one-time occurrence in the lives of his people, but a supernatural faculty. He wants it to be so normalized in your life that 
every day of your life there is something big that you're working on according to his plans and at that i'm talking about without restrictions you don't know how to think scarcity you don't know how to think impossibilities you don't know how to think lack you know you can't say the word impossible many years ago i caught that thing in my spirit you know you, you don't walk with me and tell me that you cannot you don't use words of inability around me can you get me this answer it, it is not i don't want to hear it you, you go, go and find how it can work because there's nothing that cannot work on this earth because even when it stops working physically you can convert to spiritual everything on earth was made to respond keep that at the back of your mind it is not normal that it is not working decadence is just a result of the fall of man but Christ has come to restore us back to the path where we see things work and when you understand how the Spirit of God works you will come to understand that material objects respond to the influence of the spirit as if they have intelligence balaam's donkey could talk when spirits came upon it the bible tells us peter walked through the first gate second gate then at the third gate the gate opened of its own accord as if it has intelligence There was a storm. Jesus stood up. And the Bible says he muzzled. You know, he spoke. That speaking is like casting out a demon. Storm. Be muzzled. And the Bible tells us the wind obeyed him. Okay, now, if all the elements of the earth can obey the voice of the Spirit, what is impossible? What is impossible? Jesus Christ, through the book of John, the book of John tells us specific miracles. He did not just say any miracle. He picked miracles, the book of John. He said, all these things are written. John 20, verse 30 and 31, or 21, 30 and 31. All these things are written so that you can know that Jesus is Lord. The reason for the miracles that were specifically picked out in the book of John is to the end that you will know the Lordship of Jesus. Lordship over what? First miracle, he turned water to wine. Lordship. Lordship over nature. Lordship over time. Because it takes time. That's time. It takes time for good wine to be produced. But in a short time, he gave the best wine. A man met him and said, my servant is sick. And he spoke the word from where he was. And that one was healed on the spot. Lord over space. Distance is no barrier to him. He saw water. He walked from land and continued walking on the water as if it was land. Lordship over nature. 
They gave him bread. He broke it. He multiplied it. Lordship over matter. In every way, he shows us that Jesus is Lord. And by believing in Jesus, we have this same life in us. Glory to God. The same life. The same essence. What does this tell us? It means that by the reason of the life of Jesus inside of us, everything is programmed to submit to us. Now, whether we understand our authority and are taking it or not is another matter. But remember, everything is programmed to submit to you. And to the name of Jesus on your lips. Now, you don't have connections. Should the government answer to you? You don't know anybody. Are you going to go and apply for that thing now that they say is only leg they use user and get there? You, don't you have legs? It's only for people that have legs. You, are you handicapped? <laughs> the one that is there is stick. You have legs. Oh. The system was made to submit to you. There is nothing created that does not answer to God. Yes or no? Where is God now? On whose side is God now? It means that everything is created to respond to you. Let this thing be a revelation to you. So, giant accomplishment is easy when this thing that I'm saying becomes a revelation to you. Very easy. We'll pack out the stadium for Christ. They say, oh, Uh, maybe when we are 50 maybe before we are 30 it does not take time to do big things it takes light if light strikes you the response is arise it is light that makes a man arise The reason you are sitting down the way you are sitting down is because light has not come. But in this conference, light is coming. Light that you will not be able to say, I'm not sure. You see, the problem with myself is that I'm not usually sure of myself. If light hits you, you'll be instantly sure of yourself. And in this conference, light is hitting you. Now, when we talk about giant accomplishments, I want to help you to keep your focus properly. It has to do with fulfilling all the big things God has designed for you to fulfill. It has nothing to do with fame, popularity, amassing wealth. Because, you know, when we talk about giant accomplishments, a lot of people just see themselves, that means I will be the richest man in the world. No, it means you will be the greatest in God's plans for your life. And you will be at the highest peak of it. It means that when you are old and ready to die, you will die empty. 
by the time you are 100, there will be nothing still called a potential inside you. <laughs> In fact, by the time you are like 50, 60 and they are preaching on potentials, you can't see anyone inside you again. <laughs> Many people don't know that that's possible. Archbishop Benson, also was 59, said, I've done what God has asked me to do four times over at 59 he didn't see any reason to live again he just walked into glory me i'll not do like him we'll still do times two we'll continue going even if at 59 i finish everything god asked me to do with four times can't i do it 50 times <laughs> i have a dream when i'm old i'll be going to a lot of young ministers meetings when I'm old, a lot of them. In fact, if a big church invites me, I'll not go. But if some children from university just come, say, sir, we want to hear from you, I'm coming. I'll give them all my time. I'll go with my wife. We'll sit down and we say, our children. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. Look at it. Hey, listen to me. Say, sir, how old are you? I'm one ten strong. That's my dream. That's what I see. I refuse to see untimely death. I refuse it. We don't die like chickens. From our spirits, we reject death. We have a choice. We reject it from our spirit. No matter the ailment you are going through now, don't die. Don't die. <laughs> He refused to die. God's healing power will touch you one day. Don't go to heaven and let God squeeze your nose. I need to believe. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Don't be tired. There's much to live for. In fact, this life is tiring. Touch the sweet side of it before you conclude. You don't have a right to say you're tired unless you have tasted it sweet. And the life Jesus has given us is not a life to reign in millennium. It is reigning in this life. Because everybody wants to reign in the millennial reign. Ah, we'll call, ah, he's coming back again, my Lord. He's coming back again. Oh, glory, hallelujah. He's coming back again. Praise God, he's coming back. And you must remember that he's coming back so that you can walk properly. We are not trying to escape from this world. The Bible tells us that we have already escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4. You are not trying to escape. You have escaped. Rapture is not escape for saints. It's not just escape. Of course, when we are being raptured, God wants to save us from some things that are coming, not from things that are. For the things are, that are, there is no temptation that has come to you that is not common to man. God will never allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. That means there is nothing in the realm of existence at the moment that you are not over. That discouragement is of the devil. Those say, at last, 
you know, you know, maybe you see the trumpet when he wants to blow. Papa, ah, at last he has come. I'm going home. <laughs> if Jesus appears to me, say, Do you want to come? I say, No. Pastor, you don't. I'm not going anywhere. Why? To do what? Say, I give you option. Go stay. Paul said, I choose to stay. But this world is very evil now. You know how people used to say when people die, hey, at least he has left this evil world now. The world is evil. Does your life have to be evil? The world is evil, yet some people want to be president for life. If life is not sweet, why don't they die after first time? Don't let poverty direct your choices. You will be wealthy. So change the way you are making choices. Life is hard though. It's not hard for everybody. There's somewhere where the shoe is pinching somebody. It's the person that is pinching that knows your own business with my own shoe. I'm not pinched. You are not pinched. I'm not pinched. You cannot have health, wealth, and holiness all together. Uh-uh. No, there must be something wrong somewhere with you. Because with me, I am complete in Christ. change so God has designed for you to fulfill his purpose not to be famous and we are having a problem in Christendom today where everybody is trying to be famous you know you will see some things in church today when praise and worship is going on then immediately all of us will put on our phones and start video camera ourselves are uploading on Instagram. It's called publicity. Can you even think of Instagramming yourself in that type of yesterday evening's meeting in this place? Please, please, where's my phone? As I'm falling on the phone, I want to. <laughs> your phone will be dead by the time you are up. In fact, you keep your phone away because power can destroy your phone. But in a world where even ministers are thinking like celebrities, we have to be different. Like celebrities. You know, something happened recently in the body of Christ. And suddenly everybody started talking. And I asked myself that the Holy Spirit is very beautiful. Suddenly he has changed his message for this season. Divorce is not the reason for this season. I don't intend to say anything about it because someone is a pastor. When will you talk? I want to hear your views. I don't have view. I've been crucified with Christ. His view is my view. Men of God don't talk on everything. Then immediately, we ministers will start structuring our meetings around what is going on. For what now? Is it that you don't have a plan for the year? And sometimes, if we don't talk, it's people that are actually sending us messages that, sir, this thing that is going on, have you not seen? I think it should be addressed. What is my business? Let the pastor or the person come and talk. If you are not careful, the devil will twist your calling. He will make a prophet an activist. 
<laughs> and you won't know as it is happening. It is power that changes things. And young ladies, young ladies, young ladies, young ladies, what the scripture says is that he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. And the man that seeks the Lord will not lack any good thing. So it's a man who seeks God that is coming for you. You are not going to marry a wife bitter. I'm not praying for you. I'm telling you what should be your reality in your mind. No, we don't even know which man is safe. We don't know which woman is safe. Because there are married women that are sleeping around. Better don't allow the devil amplify what God is not amplifying. While some acts must be condemned, don't make a message around it unless God sends you. You are a messenger of God, not of circumstances. Fulfilling God's purposes, you know, I've come again with my own. But you know, when answers came, as I said, so was it. So this one too, just follow me. I know road. Fulfilling God's purposes must be central to your understanding of giant accomplishment, not buying theory jets. Fulfilling God's purposes must be central to your understanding of giant accomplishment, not changing shoes every day. Ah, giant accomplishment. I have a vision. I'll be changing shoes every day. That's the smaller picture. I will wear clothes that matches my car. Those things God will provide, but it's the smaller picture. If somebody says, hey, Pastor, you have started, you have started scratching your mind. I'm not scratching your mind. This thing, if you understand what I'm saying, you'll be happy. That what you call big is actually small. And that it will come. It's nothing with God. Keep your eyes on the big picture. Because the instruction is, seek first the big picture. And all these things shall be added. Take no thoughts, because they are not worth your thought space. So you cannot be crying over the fact that you climbed your car to church this morning. When we have been speaking that your car has come. What God wants to give you is not a car. It's his word planted in your spirit for the fulfillment of purpose. From that, you will drive convoys of limousines. Let me tell you all of you. When God blesses you, use the blessing. I didn't say if, when. And now is the time. Come to church with your convoy. What did I say? One of the things we will have in stand church is large car park spaces. So that, don't come every Sunday with your convoy, we won't have space. Like, but special meetings, as you are landing from wherever you are landing, as they drop in the airport, move with convoy. Uh, Someone say, must I do it? Yes, you will. It's not must, it's not must. You don't have to, but you will need to. Why? Because when you start fulfilling purpose, you can't walk freely on the streets. Everybody wants to have a conversation with you. Some want to kill you. It is part of the package. You are not ready for greatness if you don't know that there will be people that are coming for your life. The most important thing is not to focus on that. It is to focus on the security and divine protection of God. No bullet will be able to enter you. Anybody that points a gun at you runs mad. 
paralyzed. Dysentery. Cholera. Imbecilic dispositions of life. Madness. Follow purpose. And doing big things supernaturally has a lot to do with engaging the spirit of faith. If big things will become supernatural to you, you must engage the spirit of faith a lot. I took all this time just to tell you one thing that it should be a faculty to you. Giant accomplishment should be a faculty to you. How? Is by engaging the spirit of faith. And when you look through the scriptures, there are three ways the word spirit is largely used in the scriptures. Number one, the word spirit is used as a disposition. This is that the spirit of God is an influence. Used as an influence. That is, the way somebody is seen on the outside, a disposition. That's why 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, we have in the same spirit of faith. That's a character. The Spirit of God comes upon you to bring out a character in you. The Spirit of faith. Spirit of boldness. In this place, the old Spirit is not as a divine personality. It's used as a divine disposition. The second way the word Spirit is used in the Bible, when you look at it, is as a driving force. That is... When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up the standard. You know, you read it like when the enemy shall come in like a flood. Actually, the comma comes after when the enemy shall come in, comma, like a flood, the Spirit of God will lift a standard against him. Isaiah 59 verse 19. That place, the Spirit of God is used as a driving force. You know, people that don't understand these things, they don't understand things like, you know, when the Holy Spirit is really in a place, it shouldn't be so violent. The Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. You don't know anything. When it says Jesus was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness, you think he was, you know, I'm coming to the wilderness by the willing of the Spirit. The thing landed on him. He ran into the wilderness. This driving force is that the Holy Ghost can come upon somebody to favor you. Even when he's not a Christian. That's the meaning of driving force. That is what came on Cyrus. He was not a Jew. It was the driving force of the spirit that came upon him. He said, I must rebuild the temple. The high priest in that year, the Bible says that, he just said, it is better that one should die for all than for all to die. Then the Bible says, he did not know (laughs) what he was saying. He didn't know he was prophesying, for he was the high priest that year. If he had his way, he would say it. But when the driving force of the Spirit comes on people, they can't resist. It means that the driving force of the Spirit is coming upon people for you from this place. And they cannot resist you. Every minister needs this thing. Is that thing that everybody was listening to Peter in Cornelius' house. As he was talking like this, the Bible says, the Holy Ghost just fell up on everybody. It is not possible that if it is just that power, and you just say, power God move, there will be one person that will. But when you see 
everybody in a place under power is driving force of the spirit. That one, nobody can stand it. And some of us have got to the place where we are touching where almost everybody in a meeting is falling out under power. I've seen everybody fall under power before. One of my brothers, I was sharing this testimony of what happened yesterday with him. And he told me something that happened to him many years ago. He was living in a place where transformers bought, and the socket in his room, it kept working until he was able to buy a gen. There are things. That is the driving force of the spirit on electrical appliances. Nothing is permitted to die in your hands. And the third way the Holy Spirit is used is as a divine personality. That's the person you talk to. That's the person you say, precious Holy Spirit. A person. He is living in you. You can speak with him. But when we talk about the spirit of faith, remember we are talking about the disposition. And the spirit of faith must be engaged for a fruitful journey in giant accomplishments. And the primary precursor that helps with the engagement of the spirit of faith is the word of God. The word of God. And so, how we engage God's word for results determines how well we can engage the spirit of faith. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17 tells us the different things that God's word brings to us when we begin to engage it. And how well we can engage the word of God, that is in all these forms, is how well you can engage the spirit of faith. The word of God brings doctrine. And what doctrine does for you is that it corrects ignorance. And knowledge is needed for victory. Revelation knowledge. Doctrine cures your ignorance. Our ignorance. I was there. I never knew prosperity was a redemption. I thought you had to work for everything you get. That's ignorance. Then I saw it. I saw it. I learned it. I heard it. I entered it. Swimming in it till now and forever. You don't know anything about the believer's authority. They are doing you anyhow. Some people have been transported into heaven in this place. They are doing you anyhow. Then one day it shines on you. Christ died to give me victory. You never knew it before. Now you are hearing it. Then suddenly you say, no more bad dreams. It's doctrine that helps to correct that one. We need to focus on the truth of God's word that we are trying to build our faith in. You want to build in prosperity? Go for the word so that the doctrine of prosperity can clear your ignorance. The doctrine of divine healing can clear your ignorance. 
The other thing that God's word does is reproof. And reproof deals with doubts. When you are doubting, like this thing that happened yesterday now, some people saw it, later they will still doubt that it happened. You have heard God's word, but you first believed, but now you are second guessing. Unpersuadableness. It is hard for you. Hey, how can somebody just break out like that? How can you just go to a place last year? He now came back next year. He now told him that it's no longer small. It's a lie. When you are hearing the word, there's a way you say, ah, it's true. It can happen. Because the word says, I can do all things through Christ. Ah, no, no, no. That thing can happen. He says, he sets the woman that is on the dungeon. He sets him to sit amongst princes. He raises people. It's actually possible for somebody's life to turn around overnight. You see, the word has brought reproof to you. Can you see that? Because the word keeps speaking the same truth to you in many ways, irrespective of country and circumstances. So, maybe you saw the doctrine on divine health and you still fell sick. If you continue staying in the word, the word will keep telling you by which tribes you are healed. It will bring reproof to you. Because you know, when you have a result that is not consistent with the word of God, you know, there's a way it can want to bring in discouragement and doubt. But if you go back to the world, it will strengthen you. Some of you have experienced it that, you know, when you will have been discouraged and you came back to church, your head, strength came again. That's reproof. You must learn to engage God's word for that purpose. That every area that you have lost confidence in because of lack of results, you want to go and carry and enter the message on what God's word says about that area. Reproof. When you do that, you will be able to engage the spirit of faith adequately. And it helps you keep standing. Number three thing is correction. What correction does for you is that it deals with errors. Some things don't work in our lives because we are in error in those areas. And you must enter into God's word for the purpose of correcting every possible error. For example, if you don't tithe, your life will be tight. You are trying to get people to give their tithe, but you are now in error. So when they start tithing, their lives will still be tight. Because they are doing the right practices with error, with the wrong motivation. Because even non-believers that are not tithing, some of them are prospering. There's no devourer that is eating their money. So you don't need to scare people and get them into error because you are trying to show something from God's word. People can make wealth outside God. But what we are telling is that this is the way of God in prospering you. Then we show you Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, including the cause of the devourer. So we are not tithing because we are afraid of any devourer. Now our tithe is a response to the blessing. The blessing of Abraham. Because Abraham was not under the law and he was not afraid of any devourer when he tithed. It was that Melchizedek came and he offered bread and wine, a type of the communion, a type of the finished works of Christ. And in response, Abraham gave a tithe of all. And after giving that tithe of all, Melchizedek pronounced the blessing, you know, upon him. When you read it chronologically, it is like Melchizedek has spoken the blessing before he gave you know the title but that titan is a response 
to that blessing and it releases and activates the blessing that is why there's no ministry that is ruling in the world today that is not a tithing ministry so you're a believer you don't tithe no devourer will come for you but you will not experience dominion in your field can you understand what i'm saying to you and what about what about instructions instructions deals with laziness some people are just lazy instructions go into the world and preach the gospel laziness father help me convert people when you go back to the bible you say go and preach when you go back to the bible he that so sparingly straight instructions don't argue follow the instructions you see the results it cures laziness now quickly where are the places that we can get all these functions of god's word from i call this the sources of god's word you can write it as sources of god's word i just have two number one is scriptures what did i say scriptures second timothy three that we read he said all scripture so every time you get into the scripture all these things will be coming out at you number two anointed teachings anointed teachings in second timothy chapter 2 verse 2 paul told timothy the things that you have heard of me among many witnesses he didn't say that you read in the scripture yet in that same second timothy he told him about the scripture so it means there were two places that god's word was coming to him from the scripture and by teaching what you have heard of me commit unto faithful men who will be able to teach others also in chapter 1 verse 13 of this same second timothy he said something to him hold fast the form of sound words which you have heard where of me so when we talk about anointed teachings what are the forms that they can come in they can come as messages so make sure that before you leave supernatural life conference you get pastor tara's messages and load them on your phone and go and see that and let them be bringing doctrine correction reproof and instructions to you that the man of god may be perfect matured thoroughly furnished unto every good work and then apart from messages anointed messages you get books they are also in book forms thank god here we don't sell messages where they sell messages there's nothing wrong with it you are not the one that preached it if i have my way i'll say my message to all of you three hours of preaching do you know what it means do you know how many hours we used to get one message it is intellectual property now or you don't know so even where they are selling messages they are not even selling it at the value because most pastors are too nice all they want you to do is to have a sense of commitment to what you are doing they don't need your money how can i preach supernatural life conference message and you can't pay 500 naira per message you want to get one message you can't quantify the amount you pay one billion you've not started so when you go to your website then you see 500 naira per message i cannot get it something is wrong you don't have value for spiritual things but you can go to dominoes you will eat dominoes if you go to the toilet you will eat message if you go to your life prioritize spiritual things buy books you are there you are going to the bookstand <laughs> did they say you're gonna be laughing at the bookstand <laughs> i 
I was in 200 level. I will have 2,200 in 200. And then I will look and carry 2,000 naira and go and buy books. The 200 naira can get me to my hostel. And I will keep saying that if I know what is inside this book, I will have more money than the 2,000 I used to buy. In fact, the way I used to say that, see good deal, see good deal. Anybody that remembers, I say, see this good deal, oh. Hey, good deal. 600 naira to become a millionaire. <laughs> so I'll carry Kenneth Copeland's book, Blessing of the Lord, 600 naira. Chai! Chai! So I can become a billionaire. I say, but this is my last 600. You will use it. And you will, you know what Elijah told me, do of Zarephat. So I started packing books. I have a cupboard full of books now. I've not read everything. It will probably take me years to finish all the books inside my cupboard. But we are buying. Why are you buying every time? There is one that we need 10 years' time that has gone out of print. That's how I buy books. Ah, yeah, let's buy it before we don't see it again. Actually, there are some authors that you cannot see 10 years' time. Buy now. And save 10 years from now. Daniel understood by reading books the book of Jeremiah. He bought it 10 years before that time. They were begging people in church that day. Because is Daniel the only Jew that existed? Everybody sat and they were hearing messages in synagogue. They refused to buy. Daniel bought. The day that it came up, he became the savior of the nation. So how do we engage the spirit of faith? Number one, by revelation of the word. You see, I've already told you the different ways the word of God comes to us. Let me give you another way God's word comes to us. 1 Corinthians 14, 6. Forms by which the word comes. You know, that doctrine reproof is what the word of God does to you. Now, we now say, where can you get it? But what are the forms in which it comes? What are the vehicles? So, 1 Corinthians 14, 6 says that it comes either by revelation, by doctrine, by prophecy, by knowledge. So, when we are here giving you facts from the word, what is going on? Then we step into revelation, what is going on? Then we step into teaching you something doctrinally, what is going on? Then we step into prophecy, is still God speaking? Because prophecy can also instruct you. Prophecy can also correct you. Prophecy can also you know, even tell you something doctrinal. However form in which it is delivered. Because there are some people that think that word is not taught until it is only that we are reading scripture. Some people say that, you know, you can either be preaching or teaching. I don't know the difference. What I know is that I am saying something that people need to listen to. Whether I am preaching it or teaching it. Write it down. Learn it. And you will know it. I don't know the difference between preaching and teaching. I just know that there are two mannerisms when you are teaching the word of God. Either you are shouting or you are calm like this. Like I'm doing this one. Either which way you are communicating. That's my own. So I will be lying if I say that I know the difference between teaching and preaching. I just know communicating the word of God. Even if I say Jesus was preaching, he was teaching, and he was in your manners of him. In teaching, you give more details. Okay, no problem. It's fine. But I can be giving you a lot of details and shouting too. 
The Greek word there is apocalypsis. It's apocalypsis. Apocalypsis is into you this morning. Apocalypsis means without an, an apple. In Jesus' name. Now lift your hands. Give God thanks. So, but then I said the revelation of the word. The Greek word for revelation is apocalypsis, not lipsis. Sounds like a leaf, right? Apocalyptus leaf. Or oil. <laughs> Apple means without. Calypsis means veil. So when we say apocalypsis, we are saying without veil. You are looking at the word bear. It is no longer something that was printed in England. Behind the print, you are seeing something. I want you to just have a picture in your mind of your Bible. You are reading a line of your Bible. And now, look at that line going apart. That word, just going apart. And then you can see provision. Ah, and you can see a stream of healing. Ah, that's what we're talking about. It has gone beyond mere words, it has become light. He said, we all with unveiled faces, open faces, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So, what we have become free to behold is the glory of God. What we have become free to behold is the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Because in 2 Corinthians 4 that we read, it is by this gospel that God has commanded light to shine in our hearts. And when we talk about the gospel, the gospel represents the love, the life, and the light of God. When we talk about the love of God, I said you must have a revelation of these things, of the gospel. That's what we are seeing in the word. We all with unveiled faces, what we are seeing is the glory. What we are seeing. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and chapter 4, they follow each other. So there is no last verse. The scripture was not written in chapters and verses. Paul wrote a long letter. So so we are with open faces, beholding as in the glass, the glory of God. We are being changed from glory to glory as by the spirit of God. Then continues telling us, you know, that this gospel, if it is Eid, or this thing that I'm saying to you, if it is Eid, if some people's eyes are veiled, it is veiled to those that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded. But the same God who commanded light to come out of darkness is the same God who has shown in our hearts. It's the same scripture. So what he's telling you is that what we must see with unveiled faces is this gospel and glory of God. It must become a revelation to you that your sins are forgiven. And at that eternally by the blood of Jesus. You must be able to see it. Ephesians 1, 7, he says that in whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 1 verse 14 says the same thing. With unveiled faces, you must be able to catch a revelation of that. My sins are forgiven. That forgiveness is a free gift that we receive by faith in Christ. 
by our faith in the gospel. When Jesus was on earth, two people that it looked like their sins were forgiven, they were people that released their faith in him. Mark chapter 2 verse 9, Son, your sins are forgiven you. But the Bible tells us that when he saw their faith, he said unto that one that had the passage, Son, your sins are forgiven you. Glory to God. And so, the other person was that woman that came and wiped his feet. Luke chapter 7, verse 44 to 50. And Jesus looked at her when she was done in verse 50 and said, Your faith has saved you. People of God, how many of us want greater manifestations in our lives? It comes by revelation. There are people that meet us. Pastor, how long did you pray before you came yesterday? That chair was shaking under power. What kind of... It is not how long I prayed. It is what did you see? Because I saw something. And I went back and I said, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you. He showed something to me. I caught a revelation about something. I can't make this chair move. I cannot even stretch my hand. <laughs> move on. No, no, no. So don't expect a repeat of this. Okay? Let's see what will happen again this evening. There's another thing. God has many things lying in store for us. But there's something I've caught that can help him have that free movement of it. The chairs don't need to move as long as your life moves. Because I said there's a prayer response to encounters yesterday. What did this encounter come to do? Is more important than this chair shaking. And one of the things he came to do is to come and tell you what I've been saying since. That the things that are intangible are the things that shake the tangible. That's one of the things. There must be revelation. I'm bothered before I go for a meeting. If my mind cannot frame around something, that is the word of God. If my heart cannot conceptualize what I want to say, once my heart can grab it, you see the power of God. It is revelation before prayers because revelation is the amplifier of prayer power if you read things like james 5 16 the earnest heartfelt continued prayer of the righteous man makes tremendous power available if you don't have a revelation of righteousness how do you enter that and that is the scripture that talks about prayer in link with righteousness and that shows us that it is righteousness that makes prayer have power or that amplifies the power of prayer let me put it that way because prayer is powerful so it means a lack of revelation of the gospel apocalypse seeing it without veil has reduced something in you that has to do with the amplification of power we all with unveiled faces he said, God has shined in our hearts, shined in our hearts to give us the knowledge of Christ, the knowledge of the glory of God, the knowledge of the glory of God, the knowledge of the glory of God in the face 
of Jesus Christ. This revelation that we are talking about is a look into the face of Jesus. The face of Jesus is in your Bible. But it's not in those letters. It is that every time we see a truth of the gospel, we have looked into the face of Jesus. So you have to keep God's word continually before you. Until you hear it. Until you hear it. Until you see it. That my sins are forgiven. Until you see that in that one sweep of your sins being forgiven, your sickness was taken care of. Your poverty was dealt with. Death was finished. In one sweep, our eyes must catch it as a truth of the gospel. Not as something that you need to do something to merit. When you first start thinking about healing as what do I do to merit it, you are not seeing the face of Jesus. I need to confess. No, you don't need to confess. You need to see healing in redemption. When you see healing in redemption, confession will come out of you. Oh, glory to God. When you see prosperity in redemption, strong confession will come out of you. Prayer will come out. From prayer, confessions will come out. And that takes me to number two. Realization of the word. Number one is revelation of the word. Number two is what? Realization of the word. There is a place where at this point you are not just reading the word of God. You are studying it. It is study that you used to realize. And why is study important? It is important because it aids meditation. Study aids meditation. I will explain study to you because, you know, there are some words that sound very spiritual. And because of the old timers, are you studying the word? <laughs> yeah, but I'm studying it. But the way it sounds, it can't be what I'm doing. There has to be something else to it. You see brothers in Christ, see, you know, we study. <laughs> we study the word. <sighs> Even me, at this my level, I still used to wonder if I study the word. With the explanation I've always known. We study. <laughs> Maybe there's something I'm not saying. <laughs> if you understand the aim of study, you will know whether you are studying or not. The aim of study is understanding. So whatever you have done to understand that topic was called study. So now you understand prosperity. It means you studied it. So studying whatever you have understood, you understood by studying. You are listening to a message, you are studying that topic. You are studying those scriptures on that message. You go to open it, you look at it, you look at the words, you understand it. That's study. And you know that you cannot meditate on what you don't understand. That is the need for studying. That is why after hearing these messages, you still need to go back and go and understand them. Not so that you can produce results with it. On this conference ground, it is not your meditation that will produce results. It's the anointing. I'm talking about results of newer expectations. You will know what to do with what you are taught. But the expectations you came with on this mountain, all without fail, you will go back with answers. That's the work of the anointing. The anointing comes for one purpose in the New Testament. One of the major things the anointing does is to shorten manifestation time. 
you, you are working as a believer. It will be taking some time to get established in some things. But when the anointing comes, it is a catalyst. It's speeding reaction. So, don't put your expectation inside what I'm talking about. Expectation, leave that expectation for declaration time. This one now, understand. Unless there's something inside that can help you lay hold now, now, now. Just look, look, look. Anything I say like this, that, that, ah, you just catch it. The one that feels like, hmm, okay, so I have to go and practice this one. Go and practice it on new expectations. <laughs> Meditation is like absorbing nutrients. So, you will take the word of God and break it down into absorbable pieces in study. And then you will start meditating on what you have broken it into and start absorbing it. So it is not, by which stripes are mute, by which stripes are mute, by which stripes are mute, by which stripes are Can we break down that by which stripes are mute? What does it mean? Do you understand it? The stripes it took on his back made me old. It means that if his back was broken, mine was joined together. We will not carry communion. You see how I crushed that communion that day? And as I crushed it, the thing was entering you. That's meditation. You are absorbing the truth. <laughs> but we cannot see that. It's by osmosis. <laughs> so you will stay in that place where you are absorbing continually. 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 Let me say it in another way so that you will get it. This process of breaking the word down so that you can absorb it is turning the word of God into application. How does this thing apply to my life? How does it apply to my job? How does it apply to my health? Once you can say that this thing, the Lord shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What it means is that for me, there is more where it came from. That's what we are talking about. That I'm never supposed to lack that. Hey, hey, wait, oh, it's not according to my needs, oh. It is according to his riches, oh. So that means that there are more riches in heaven to supply me on this need. That means that me worrying on this need is not useful. Now, you already you understand what that thing is saying. You have need, and you need your help of the Holy Spirit to do this. You have been able to break it down. It's not that thing that you have broken it down into. Let me tell you, let me shock you. That is God's word. What you were studying before that time is also God's word. Though. But from that word that you are studying, God has spoken to you. Or better put, you have heard it. Once has he spoken, twice have I heard. The first time I heard it as he said it. The second time I heard it the way he wanted me to hear it. God is not religious. Read through the Bible. You will see that God will never talk to a man. Unless he has an assignment for him that is different from what he is doing. God will never talk to you outside what you are doing. Go and check it. He will not go and tell Peter. You see? The Lord shall arise. You just say, cast your net to the other side. That's how he talks. Every word, go and check, that produced results in the Bible were directly applicative to whatever the person needed. 
you don't touch miracles until the word of god is so simplified to you that you can see it in your day-to-day affairs it's not i am mighty things that produce miracles you must break down god's word till till that is why this exam outreach supernatural students is blessing many people because i saw the word of god in the light of my academics when we start the supernatural businessman you will see how everywhere will blow up blow up why because this thing is directly into business but what people what men we say that's not the word in the world you must be able to explain the word you do oh boy calm down jesus came if you say you have somebody that is sick he does not start teaching you something on prosperity he heals your sick the areas you need light on anytime you carry the word of god and you are studying put those areas in front of you so that what you are studying can enter it once you can break down what you are reading what you are hearing and say that that means that from this thing i'm not supposed to be like this i'm supposed to be like this you have already gotten the substance that you need for meditation at that point that is amino acid the word of god is no longer protein it's no longer fat and oil it's now fatty acid you can now start absorbing i hope you didn't skip biology classes because it's medicine that's like this way is biology I saw it all. Look at all. I was reading Isaiah chapter 60, verse 10. Your gates shall be open. They shall not be shut day nor night. Ah, do you know what I saw? I not see gates. I saw bank accounts. That's it. My bank account will be open. It will not be shut. I not see day nor night. I saw day nor night. Weekdays nor weekend. Because then nobody sends me money in weekend. If you start enjoying this prosperity, you know that most money is coming between the week. When you are starting your work in this thing. Weekend, everybody is resting and nobody wants to send money. So, now, it has been broken down into nutrients. So, that's what I start speaking. That's what I start thinking about. You don't need to go and carry Isaiah 60 verse 10. And say, no, it's the word you must speak. It's the word you must speak. That one that has been broken down is the word for you. Oh, I looked at it and God gave Daniel knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom of the Chaldeans and I did not know clinicals for part 3 I've never taught a pregnant woman before I went for part 3 I watch it all my mates are touching I don't like touching, I don't be looking I don't, I, 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 that's why I can't practice medicine since I finished house job I've not read one thing one thing on medicine Anything you see me talking about is the wisdom of God. And what the Holy Spirit has been explaining to me since I left school. So, then, I said, if I go for this part three like this, no theoretical knowledge, no practical knowledge, I'm in trouble. And I was just coming out of a receipt. I had four weeks to the main exam to prepare. You know what that means? So, as I read, as I was looking at that thing, then it started transforming. 
until the word of God exhales at you. Don't stop. You know, there will be something you'll be reading in the Bible as you are reading, 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 casual reading, you know? Revelation, right? You, want to, you are reading, 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 reading. You know, there's a place you always get to in that Bible that when you get there, it, there's something inside this particular scripture for me. Pause. That's light has come. That revelation now needs to be realized. Because for that letter, that typing to go beyond a word that was typed, to look like there's something that means something here. The veil has been removed. Look. Look. Start thinking. How does he apply to my academics? How does he apply? Once you can see the bridge, sometimes that bridge will come out with other scriptures that you have studied before. Once you can see the bridge, write down the confession that comes out of it. Favor surrounds me as a shield. You know my confession? Those are my exam confessions. When you read it, you will see the word translated into application. That's what we're talking about. And this thing, someone say, hmm, 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 I'll just go and do it this afternoon. It won't work. You need prayer. Prayer remains that bridge that is helping you combat that thing. Because, because this is it. You don't carry yam and, and swallow it. You chew it. You have to eat. When you eat, then some things will now start working. Catalysts will be working on that food. Things will be working on that food that will now convert it into what it needs. You are eating the word of God, but you still need catalyst on it to break it down. Prayer is that catalyst. So you will be running the word of God on your mind with prayer. So that, Lord, show me what I need for this thing. And when you see it, believe what you are seeing. Because the devil will try to come and steal it from you. That it was just your mind. But before you do not have any revelation anyway. Now you have something. Having something is better than having nothing. So stay with the one you have. The reason Christians shy away from things is because they have not internalized the gospel. You must come to that place where you see yourself as the actor of the book. <laughs> you are not the boss. You are what? Actor. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. He said he has shown in verse 6 us the gospel in the face of Jesus Christ. That is light. 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 He has shown forth. Commanded light. Verse 7 says, but there's something new. This light, this treasure is in 18 verses. It means man is the actor. We have this treasure in 18 verses. So see yourself in the book. And this is what the realization of the word of God helps you to do. See all the promises actualized in your lifetime and your life. All the promises in the book. See yourself in giant accomplishments. See yourself in what? Giant accomplishments. Glory to God. Everything you are reading, see them as things that are happening in your life. See them as things that are happening in your life. See yourself in giant accomplishments.
this realization I'm talking about, I'm taking my time because it is so important to because what we call confession is actually a product of this process. At this point, this is the safest point to write your confessions from. Not by copying somebody else's confession. You have seen it, then you have broken it, and this is how it applies to my life. Then write your confession. Then take that confession and be speaking it every morning. Every time you say it, it will resonate with you. You must see yourself as a walking manifestation of the Bible. Not that every time you will be making what is happening with you look small compared to Bible times. Put yourself in the picture of the scriptures. See that Christ is walking his life, walking himself out in you now and here. It is the man that sees this thing that people will call an extraordinary man of God. Jesus is walking his life in me now and through me. It is the man that sees this thing that people say, this businessman is an extraordinary one. The disciples in Acts chapter 1, the disciples did not break out until they started seeing themselves in scriptures. This thing he is saying, he must be talking about me. They asked John the Baptist, who are you? He did not answer, I'm John the Baptist. Immediately, scriptures, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, he had entered that thing till he saw himself in it. You can see your business in the scriptures. I've seen all this. Is. I can never have a better last year. What is the scripture for that? Proverbs 4.18 The path of the just is as a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter. But somebody saw it and walked away from it. There are treasures on the streets. <laughs> but even poverty is not even allowed to people see it. When you stroll through the Bible, you are strolling through a corridor. You are either picking treasures or ignoring them. And you can come out of the Bible and, and look at life and keep complaining. Meanwhile, there are treasures inside there that some people have used to build worldwide corporations. Strive, mercy, you have found it. Ask of me and I will give you nations. See, if you will lock yourself 40 days looking for one confession, it is important. Fasting and praying. Don't be fasting and praying that things will change. Be fasting and praying that light will come. When light comes, that situation will not just change. Your life will change. I look for light too. When you are at revelation stage, nobody will disturb you. Everybody will be clapping for you. Do you know I saw this in God's house? But when you enter realization stage, all hell will break loose. Because at this time, you will read the Bible like Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon you. Ah, good young man. Yeah, let's clap for Jesus. He has read the scriptures very well. We are going to see that. It no go. Everybody is not looking at you. know that odd look? Like, you, the next thing you should go and sit down now. Then when he has made sure that everybody is looking at him, I said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your hearing. Eh? They had never seen a man, one man, that will put himself inside scripture. No, you cannot say he's talking about you. They carried him. The only going to throw him away. You go out and go and say, I can never be poor in my life. Everybody start fighting you. Everybody will fight you. 
But when you are at revelation stage, where you say, Do you know that Jesus Christ died to pay for our poverty? Everybody will agree. They say, Yes, yes, that's a very good truth. Do you know he died to pay for our sickness? Yes, yes, yes. I can never be sick in my life. Hey, careful there, careful there, careful there. Don't be too proud though. Ah. He's even too full of himself. What does he even think of himself? He's thinking too highly of himself. The Bible does not permit you to think too highly of yourself. But it permits you to think highly of yourself within the range of scriptures. Because he said, let no man think more highly of himself than he ought to. And that ought to is don't place anybody about the scriptures or anything about the scriptures. Within the scriptures, think highly. I can never be poor. I can never be poor. The gospel gains traction in your life when you see that the word is speaking about you. They turned Saul and Barnabas out. You know, they entered the table as they don't do it, so as the Lord commanded us. That's so as the Lord commanded us. The next thing, Isaiah 49, verse 6. They started quoting. So as the Lord commanded us that we should go and that we should be a light to the Gentiles, you know, to deliver those ones that are in darkness. You know, and, all, and they spoke. But it was scripture. This one is not memorization, this one is realization. If you don't get to this place, God will organize situations that will help you get there. And when it seems as if God is putting you in tight places, it is so that realization can take place. Pressure comes so that life can come out of you. Anything that squeezes a sponge, squeezes the content of the sponge out. Pressure comes so life can come. That is why in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8-10, to 10, as I said, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. The next thing he says is that we are troubled on every side. Pressure. Okay? We are, you know, perplexed and not cast down, not destroyed. And then in verse 10, he tells us that we are always bearing about in the body all these pressures, this dying of the Lord Jesus, so that something will happen that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies. Pressure turns light to life when you stay in the Word. So when there is pressure on your health, pressure on your finances, pressure on your life, that's not the time to complain. Gather scriptures, gather light, gather revelation. And then with that revelation, keep looking and trying to apply that thing. How does it apply to this current circumstance? Where you see, stay there meditating, life will come out of you. Glory to God. The tight things that happen in your life is so that you will use what has been tripping others to move to your next level. The things that have been making others to fall, you use it to move to your next level. Reinhard Bonke invited a minister of the gospel in those days. He said, sir, in the evening you will do healing for, uh, okay, okay, we'll think about it. Then the man came home special guest too. You know they have done flyer. There will be illness. Jesus will heal. Special guest. He came that night. So he did not pray for anybody. And Abonke says, sir, he says, maybe tomorrow morning. When it was tomorrow morning, he called and Abonke, I'm going now. He? Sir? He said, if I have left already, <laughs> I'm going. He left and Abonke was crying. But there's a reason that pressure came. If not, 
till tomorrow, Renard Bonke would be an organizer of crusade. When by destiny, he was meant to save more than 70 million souls in his lifetime. So he went to that meeting ground and he said, the man of God has gone, but Jesus has not gone. So now I will just pray for you. Blind eyes. See. Everywhere quiet. They had never done this before. The next thing from the crowd, screaming with answer, I can see. That was the beginning. The thing that is making you cry has laughter in it. There was a CAC prophet on the mountain. You know what this mountain is? Agbara, 1930. Agbara. 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 Fasting. 40 days. He was poor. He would come down and go and use Gary water to break. Some of those days he was hungry and he was coming down from the mountain. As he was coming. In Ibadonyo. I'm talking about America because most of his story, maybe we think it's only white people that it happens. As he was coming, he just eat a stone and fell. Yay. Isn't it? Rode down, rode down, and got to the base of the mountain and eat some beggars that were begging below the mountain. Blind, lame. The next thing, blind eyes open, lame. He said, Ah, and she had by today. That stone, that tripping, was a trip into destiny. There are many things many of you never knew you had until you encountered challenges. One day when we started church, we used to borrow instruments. <laughs> so one Saturday, they called me that the fellowship that we were borrowing instruments from, they were roots. They said they are not going to give us the instrument. I said, we are buying now. That was the end of borrowing. Somebody else will start crying. Is it because we are just starting our fellowship? Don't cry. Rise. Rise. Gideon had been hearing miracles. Hearing miracles. Hearing miracles. But the day that angel came and said, Mighty man of valor. That mighty man of valor that they said to him. I want to put it in two ways. He has been hearing of miracles, thinking about delivering people. There's a revelation, but it has not turned to realization. So, you know, the angel comes to tell him that this thing, this pressure of the Midianites, it wants to bring something out of you that you have been seeing and meditating on that these miracles, where are they? So the angel comes and tells him what he is supposed to see. He reveals it further to him and says, Thou mighty man of valor. He still does not realize it. So he starts asking the angel questions until that thing becomes a realization in him. He realized it so he made sure that he constructed a statue for him after the war that they should be worshipping him. That's how much this thing can intoxicate. Abraham, God had to help him by changing his name. There was already a revelation of what God wanted to do. And on this thing that God wanted to do, God had already told him, come out of your father's land, go into this land, I will make you, I will bless you. There was revelation in you. And on that revelation, on the assignment of breaking the Jewish race, 
I'm bringing the Savior. If you understand what I just said, that thing that just looks like light that you should be using to have an edge over your mates that you are studying word is actually a light for a generation. That revelation to Abraham of who he was was supposed to bring Jesus. Any light that comes to you is not just light for personal victory. It will give you the personal victory of your own child. But beyond that, it is to save the world. Every time you get light from the world, you have saved a generation. It's not only pastors who, even as a businessman, if you get light from the world on your business, you have saved a generation. Because you'll be able to tell people how to reproduce and everybody listens to people that have results. Glory to God. On that, on that thing. But realization had to happen. So what did God do for him so that he could quickly realize it? Say, change your name. You are the one that hears Abraham's name as Abraham. In the Jewish race, whenever they call Abraham's name, it's the meaning that they hear. If somebody comes to you now, maybe you are Yoruba, and he says, what's your name? You say, my name is Shongo Femi. Ah. You know you say, ah. Your first name or your surname? It's my first name. Ah. Do you know why he said, ah. You didn't see the name, you heard the meaning. Oh, you are even better. My name is Chiamaka. You is a hmm, hmm. Oh, in the Doma land, what's your name? He says, My name is Odu. You say, hmm, hmm, hmm. Because somewhere you are thinking about mighty power. You are thinking about hmm, hmm, hmm. Why? Because we hear names in meanings not in words so when God told him go and change your name to Abraham that was too risky you don't have one child yet they should be calling you father of many nations ooh ooh it will become mocking to him so for him to accept that it was his name this is what makes some of you to put some names in your name some of you have done things like that I say I am something something wealth something something it is realization you are trying to say i have become this thing that i'm saying glory to god these were ordinary men that god landed on their lives and they cooperated with god abraham and Co. they were all ordinary men so maybe you are here feeling very ordinary i want to tell you that if light lands and it turns to realization, 100 years, they'll still be talking about you. Many of you don't know that anybody will care about your existence. But as surely as God lives, books will be written on you. That's why you should face what you are facing seriously and come out with answers. Face this lack and come out with prosperity. Face this sickness and come out evil. LD. So you can talk to your generation. And they say, Yale lived a man. When you are already gone, Yale lived a man who knew divine health with books that are in circulation. 
Don't give up. Rise up. Rise with light. This same thing happened with Moses. All these processes, and God, and God, why should I, who should I, why? until he saw himself as the deliverer of Israel. It was not enough that God told him he would set Israel free. He couldn't go and do it. He had to embrace it. That's why God was answering all his questions with signs and wonders. All these miracles that are happening to you now, they are not God's end point. You got healed or something. You fell under power. That's not the end point. That's not where God is going. God is trying to do something to tell you, I have landed on your life. Take every light I'm showing you seriously. That it is me. It's not your emotions. You will come to church. You will put a desire. I say, Lord. Did I say, bam, under power. He's telling you, he's telling you, I'm there, I'm there. Stay, stay with that light. So yes, you fell under power and the next day you went to your shop and you sold everything in your shop. That's not where God is going. God is trying to tell you that the light I've given you is for the salvation of a generation. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. You are the one ordained for the deliverance of God's people. You are the one ordained for the raising of a nation. You are the one ordained in the next 10 years to deliver 50,000 families from poverty by the employing of their fathers or their mothers. Your work will feed breadwinners. You will not live from hand to mouth. Your ministry will attain the status where soon you are paying 16,000 workers monthly. This ministry is getting there. This ministry is feeding many people. Ah, many, many. It is through this pressure that God can cause light to come out. God told Joshua, meditate. And then Joshua captured that giant land. Why did God tell him, meditate? Meditate. Meditate. And from that, he went and he captured. You are praying to see. As you are seeing, you are praying to realize what you are seeing. As you are realizing, now real prayer is about to start. The real prayer for the results. And that is what gives you revolution by the word. That's where we are going, isn't it? Because we are not trying to focus on processes only. We want to get results. So, what you have realized now, that is the word. You must revolutionize. Things can be revolutionized by what you have realized. So, that's number three. Revolution by the word. The realized word will cause a revolution. And this revolution, it comes by speaking. That's why we have been the same spirit of faith. According as it was written, same Second Corinthians chapter 4, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe that we believe is not just I believe what I saw. It is we have seen the glory. We have internalized and seen that this treasure is in earthen vessel. That is the combination of the belief. Now, the next thing we are doing, we speak. We speak. And I want to show you something. This speaking is not just speaking. Verse 14 tells us what type of speaking. We speak knowing so you see why some people are speaking and there's no result 
because they skip number one and number two because that knowing knowing comes from number one and number two because you are talking from your knowing Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. you see i'm not trying to confess that i can never be poor i know that i can't be poor i've seen it in the world he's talking about me you will stay there you say i can never die young i can never be sick another day in my life it comes with a this confession comes with a firm stand of faith it is confession plus knowing this speaking is confession plus knowing there is a knowing with the speaking and it is the speaking that changes things revolution by the word comes by declaration which comes through realization or that comes from realization declaration that comes by realization i've realized it now i'm speaking i can't fail can you see it i'll come out tops if somebody says me too with you he can't have it let me explain how deep this thing is you and the person will write the same thing in the exam you will get a the person will get c listen you did not explain it differently i'm saying you wrote the same thing literally that declaration will make your paper fall into the hands of those good lecturers that they have made up their mind that nobody will get less than 70 on their table you know there are people like that this declaration if things are not set it makes lines fall in pleasant places this declaration can change the cosmos to make sure that what has been realized comes out physically with this declaration you can go to a beer land and you'll be talking and house will grow from it you can build a house with nothing people say pastor how you? Say, the money will come now and people will say how do you do you to say the money it will come now oh there's a knowing is that knowing that will make me to be looking at what is going on i say pastor how are you what's going on in the nation i say i don't know how don't you know what's happening i don't know how about the way you started that way there's more where it came from uh-uh. hey come why do you do that? are you mad sir one day i was talking with one of Cornelson, my brother i said sir, sir so we're now talking 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 you now got to a point i said sir do you know that people will think we are mad when we are talking we don't talk about physical things we talk about spiritual things as if it's physical things we are talking about You'll be hearing, uh-huh. you know, that portal that opened that I told you that opened to me. <laughs> That's how we talk. Oh. <laughs> Hello, sir. Uh, uh, where sir? Uh-huh. Uh, that, that portal, you know that thing where I tell you last week, have you? That thing where you tell me, nobody say money come. Now, portal open. Say, I remember, sir. That portal where I say open. That, that one where we say, I tell you, say, one angel come like this. You come to, I say, uh-huh. you know, say that portal don't they produce? I say, eh. Uh-huh. What are the testimonies, sir? I don't move my hand over one lady. That's how she was just sleeping, you know, and then she fell under the power. The next thing, she just got, you know, one contract somewhere, somewhere. That thing, that thing will happen. In fact, now the angel of something, something, something. Yeah. Because, you see, now that angel, the air person take territory. So if person won't take territory, you know, that's how we talk, that's how we discuss. Oh. 
So one day I asked her, I said, Come, this our discussion doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you sit down and you are hearing the talk, you think you are hearing mad people. We are life serious. We are not joking. No. We'll be talking like this. Say, you know, you go reach one side, maybe say, God go to use person face, appear to the person. See, this one not be say angel use face. So. This one, now God use face. God they use you talk about move. Ah, sir, this testimony happened in Toto. This is when I finished sharing with him. He said, Nada angel, where I tell you to say that way we say when we depressed. That's where you come to. Spiritual things become your assets. At this point, when they say, How did it happen? You say the favor of God is not cliche to you. You mean every word of it. You're not trying to preach Jesus. To you, favor was the asset that got that thing to happen. There's more where it came from. People ask me, they look at me, they say, Ah, this lecturer that is going to examine you. Hi, sorry. Oh, hi. She's a very tough lecturer. I did not know when I answered spontaneously, even the ravens will feed me. That's first King chapter 17. The woman gave me more than 70. Even the person that came with her, that is a nice person, gave me less than 70. Because two examiners remark. She she gave me more than 70. She was too impressed with me. Why? Even the ravens will feed me. My wife wanted to get a job, you know, and she wanted to do that job in Ibadan. So she went, she went, they said, we cannot pay you, we cannot pay you. She came and told me that they can't pay me. Me that we are busy this revelation. You see, this like, anytime you bring it, it will work. You are not praying it. That's why people are wondering, why don't you pray before you, before you say some of these things? So I don't need to pray. If they work, that they say they will not pay me. I say, say you want to do it in Ibadan. Yes, okay. Just go and start the job. Don't worry, the ravens will feed you. And they pay that from month one. Many people from there have gone, sir, I just got this job, but they said they are not going to give me anything. Take it. The ravens will feed you. Their trap is to tell you, come and start working. <laughs> oh, glory to God. At this point, you cannot speak based on environmental conditions. You are now speaking based on realization. They say, where will the resources come from? Everywhere is tight. I look, 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 till I saw it from impossible places. <laughs> and resources from impossible places is Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. That's the one confession that has come from it. You have seen it that there's treasure here. You now start looking at it. That this means that treasures of darkness, hidden riches, or secret places. That means that from impossible places, this thing that is looking tight is from this darkness that money is coming to me. saying it i didn't even just say it i wrote the whole message on it by the spirit resources from impossible places the loosening power of god the straightening power of god the breakthrough power of god and the releasing power of god he said how do you know this and then soon enough that loosening power itself became a revelation i said there's something that comes upon a man that loosens the loins of kings to him when you speak this way it comes with power is able to revolutionize things and i decree with this revelation to you that the loins of kings are loose to you 
it was from there looking why we look at the things that are not seen and the things that are and i just came up the environment that swallows up your environment revolution look 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 ah on this mountain on this mountain <laughs> we don't die anyhow on this he has prepared a feast of rich food a feast of rich wine a feast of rich meats i am heavily supplied on this mountain you know somebody can be reading that thing and he does not see himself in it the same scripture but you you were looking at it until you realize that uh-uh, this mountain is mount zion now ah we have come onto mount zion the city of the living god i am on this mountain your life is turned around i say your life is turned around now you know you are among the few controlling the wealth of the nations when you get to this point because it came by realization when they say only two percent are controlling the wealth in the world you know if you get angry when you hear that thing something is wrong and that's what happens to most people you know statistics shows that only two percent are controlling the wealth of nigeria you see you see what we are saying how can that be it's wrong it's wrong it's because the politicians are stealing the money of the masses you see where you see yourself if you didn't see yourself by realization on the end of the masses, when they said two percent are controlling the world, you just said, "Hey, we're only two percent." <laughs> you will start acting like the wealthy. You are giving to the poor. You are not looking for somebody to give to you. There are scriptures that were written to rich people in the Bible. They won't be poor. If you are poor, there are scriptures for you. The Lord is your maker. No, those scriptures are there to comfort you. <laughs> the rich and the poor. God is the maker of them all, not the maker of them so. <laughs> the maker of them all. It's cuckoo God that made all of us. Eh? We know that our fingers are not equal. The way God made life, our fingers are. Brother, grow your finger. all fingers are going why not be the middle finger in life <laughs> why must you be here why must you be little man it's poor realization with this realization when you hear projects in church you know they already know who they are talking to like now as we mentioned 1.3 million <laughs> so why did you go about that thing do you know that some people, when we are saying those words, some people's eyes will go straight to the people that they think can do it to see how they receive the prophecy. See, let's take interview. I know what I'm telling you. That most likely that brother that shared testimony yesterday on the seventh. Let me see how we receive that word. Because I'm sure you'll be one of the people that God will use. <laughs> They'll be saying who God will use minus them. When you hear projects in church, when this realization hits, you say that, oh, that's true. I must be one of these things. I'm one of the people that we give to this thing. You will know that it's you that they are talking about. Say, so we are getting the acre of land, 150 million. You know you are part of the people that you are talking about. This thing will tear you up. You will not know how from that place you go and say, okay, I'm bringing money. I said, I'm a part of this project. Take. 
and that's the process by which God uses to shift you. It means there are sacrificial actions that can come out of you without realization. If you get, you get. This thing I say is very deep. With revolution, when men are cast down, you will not wait for a lifting. You must see. Lift them up. You see that? Revolution. Your speaking changes things. He didn't say, when you just look at them, God will change them. He said, you will see. Lastly, reproduction. With the word. Revelation of the word. Realization of the word. Revolution by the word. Reproduction with the word. Now, in that word, you are using it to reproduce miracles. You know, revelation made it happen once. Reproduction won't do it again. It becomes a faculty. At this point, giant accomplishment has become a faculty. This is reproducing with the word of God that has come alive to you and has produced the results. Revolution is the word that has come alive to you that you need to use to produce results. Reproduction is the word that has come alive to you and has produced results. Now you need to move into reproducing that result. The way we do this is that no matter what comes around us, after you have seen one result, you must keep looking at what God has said and then you will rely on the leadings of the Spirit. So I have spoken many times and money has come. Now this is a new project and it's looking like money is not coming. But I am speaking. But at this point, you cannot just only be speaking. Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? That's where reproduction comes. Because once you take the actions of the Spirit, the money will flow. You know why people are quiet now? I will tell you. Because now this one, there is a responsibility on them. You know, everything that they have been hearing is in the realm of the known. But now we are still coming back to this place where Holy Spirit will tell you, why will I hear the Holy Spirit? Why will I? You cannot have gone through these three stages and you will not know the voice of the Holy Spirit. So start praying. Direction. It will pop up. You will have a vision. Somebody will say something to you that will resonate to you. And answer will come. When you do it, that miracle will be reproduced. Whatever you have seen before, by staying on the word, you can see it again. Ask for the Holy Spirit. What do I do, Holy Spirit? From what do I do? What do I do? Follow. You will see it coming. Don't try to use the same way to get all the results every time. It's not methods. You rely on the Spirit to navigate. This thing is called instrument flying. You see, when you are flying a plane, one of the things they teach you in training. Follow your instruments. Never follow how you feel. Because sometimes that thing that is the tree, you can actually be upside down. I used to humorously say, like you say that your glass is not clear when you are flying plane. And you now decide to clean the glass so that you can see where. Where do you know you are going? You know, a pilot was telling me that when they are flying, if the engine shuts down, or there's a problem. He said, Pastor, I can resonate with that your exam outreach message where you spoke about instrument flying. Pre-op, intra-op, post-op. But he now applied it directly to flying. 
intra-op you are already doing the operation but there's problem you don't go out of the operation room there's problem oh there's problem oh there's problem let's go and read hmm hmm oh you say i don't even know what to do i'm even tired that's why you hear sir john saying we were battling with his life sometimes on that battle table they don't know what to do they are bringing out all the trainings that they have had everything to ensure that the outcome of that thing is good you know i said in the exam that's what you do there is no usefulness getting to exam or the question looks hard you don't write i'm not really sure that i read this but he's looking he's looking my friend battle battle write outline start with outline go to the next question go and answer come back to this one start filling the outline anyway anyhow never leave the space blank so he says it's the same thing with flying when you are flying the plane and some engine shuts down or something happens up there don't try in your panic to follow your brain rely on the instruments there and then rely on the instrument rely on what you are told there's a pilot lady she was sharing her testimony and she was flying in training then suddenly something happened at a point she could not hear the control tower again and a plane was heading in her direction she could do here and she's relying on the instrument so the only thing she could do now was to rely on the higher instrument so she got this direction and the leading of spirit she just turned and moved in another direction that's how that plane missed that they would have crashed before she could re-establish contact you know with the control tower if there's another danger in the sky she now say let me turn you now turn you eat another plane <laughs> that reproduction is the leading of the spirit stay there stay there sometimes this leading of the spirit will come in the voice of your spiritual authority that's why you need spiritual authority over you prophet a prophet some of you will be hearing my voice stay there you want to go your way stay there stay there stay there that thing that shout three times inside that message ah that's our sister damio she was walking out of the kidnappers then bouncers they had kidnapped her they had put her there they will kill everybody there she stood up i sent her a text message follow your heart now yeah, she said she was going in between all those big hefty bouncers she's not seen those type of bouncers even in parties she said then she wanted to be afraid as she was afraid she heard my voice and the voice of the other pastor shouting keep moving don't stop and all of them were looking at her and they could not touch her it's when she had gotten out that they were now saying how did they allow this lady ah, they were not arguing she was hearing the argument behind she did not know where she would go to she was standing by the road and a man appeared and held her hand I am we have seen things in this church we have seen dangerous miracles just appeared and held her hand what are you doing in this place and this, 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 this. I don't know how we get to where I'm going. Look on the floor. She looks, and money appears there. <laughs> That's how she came out. Instrument flying. 
it comes by the spirit of seeing and knowing not by formulas one key to failure is formula if all you have is a hammer you will treat every problem like a nail the only tool in your box is armor. And that's the problem with many world people. It's a problem. Don't be confessing. 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 I've told you the process that brings confession. You have been healed before, haven't you? This one, Lord, what should I do? We pray in tongues. You know, I heard the minister say, Look, look, look. If there's any problem, just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. If you can go back and you pray for long enough, things will happen. I say, na lie. Na lie. Na lie. Prayer does not solve all problems. The way people know prayer. You know, the way we know prayer is prayer for intervention. Prayer for intervention can never solve all problems. Because there are some things that it's not intervention they need it is growth you need to grow the prayer you do there is the prayer of inquiry lord what do i do not the prayer of firing at the problem if you are firing at the problem and direction does not come that prayer has not helped you that's what i'm saying so i don't mean prayer cannot solve anything in the way you think <laughs> we pray in tongues till we see what people don't see that's what how we are praying no, Lord, intervene. Lord, intervene. Calm down. Pray in tongues. Till you see what people don't see. That's how what is general to others becomes specific to you. I looked at 2 Corinthians 9, 6, 9. It is on this praying for reproduction of some financial miracles. I look, 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 look. I saw Bank of Treasure. Matthew chapter 6. So I had used to see all this. Is. We'll just be praying there and looking for direction. Lord, what do I do? Lord, what do I do? Lord, to come. Seeing and knowing is what helps us to reproduce. In this seeing and knowing, your eyes are on what others are not seeing. Abraham considered not his body. Others were seeing a dead body, but he didn't see it. People that see this way don't think that faith is a risk. Because you are here praying to your eyes open. So to you, faith is not a risk. Thank you, Lord. Are you blessed? Your eyes must open. Once your eyes open, many problems will be solved. You will see the strategy. You will see how to go. You will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Go thou in it. The house is ours. Is declaration. Move its prayers. As you are praying, you will know what to do to get the house. You will start seeing also the obstacles in your way of getting the house in prayers. And you start clearing it, destroying it, and moving. There will definitely be a passageway. Children of God, you come up this way. Everything you see on earth will always look small to you. If you go up this way, Everything you see on earth will always look small to you. The things that used to trouble you won't trouble you anymore. Learn to pray till there are actionable impressions on your heart. 
actionable impressions that is in the place of prayer you prayed till you were moved to open a company till you were moved to open a new bank account till you were moved to launch a new product that point where you see and start taking actions is where you should pray to that your business that you are trying to expand pray till there are actionable instructions this is the place where there are perpetual miracles and miracles become a norm of your life blessed You've been listening to Pastor Dr. Tara Akinkwade, the Senior Pastor of the Standing Church. We believe you've been blessed by God's Word and are set to experience miracles. If you have never made the decision to be saved and would like to receive Jesus into your life, please say the following words out loud. Lord Jesus, I confess you as Lord over my life. I believe that you died for me and that God raised you from the dead. I receive all that you made available for me through your death, burial and resurrection. I declare right now that I am a child of God. I am free from sin and I am the righteousness of God. Amen. Congratulations, you are now saved. We are so glad you made the decision to be saved today. If you would like to share your testimony with us, you can contact us on our social media platforms on Facebook at The Standing Church and on Instagram at The underscore Standing underscore Church. You can also call us on 081-3477-3145 or visit our website at www.thestandingchurch.com God bless you.